hello, hello, OdaFest podcast listeners. This is Season 8, Episode 15 of the OdaFest podcast. And I'm here today with Nancy, <gasps> Jay, and Dio. Legasp. Wow. The squad is assembled. We are assembled. Podcasters, assemble! But first, yes. some announcements from Angelo. Some very special announcements. We are very pleased to announce our very first special guest for OdaFest 2023. Drag artist extraordinaire, Rock M. Sakura. Rock walked into our hearts. Gunpla Kit first, back in 2020, season 12 of RuPaul's Drag Race, and hasn't left since. Get your tickets to OdaFest 2023 now for a chance to meet this larger-than-life, manga and anime-inspired, high-energy queen. Yay! Super Our exciting. first guest. Mm-hmm. That is very exciting. Yeah! Yes. We're finally on to the guest announcements. That means... The festival is coming. It is. Soon. Is that a threat? The festival is coming. The festival is coming. You have six months to finish your cosplay before OdaFest happens. Don't say that. No, that's so soon. Attention all cosplayers. You have six months. This is your six month warning. Five and five and uh, five and three weeks time to procrastinate and then you will have roughly 48 hours to complete your cosplay. Oh my lord. Warning, warning. <laughs> this is not a drill. Odafest cosplay event approaching in less than six months. But yeah, um, <sighs> Rock'em Sakura Too soon. has been, I believe, someone that we have wanted to bring on before. Um, if you've never seen uh, her season on RuPaul. Uh, I believe it was very fun. Yeah, super fun. Um, lots of... When we say, like, anime-inspired... I mean, she has a Gundam outfit. A Gundam a Gundam look. Like, she's yeah, done... Nice. She's like, a, straight she's up. A, she's a big anime and manga enjoyer herself. And so a lot of her looks were inspired... Weeb. Exactly, she is she is one of us, and so it's it's always really cool. I mean, we've we've had the the we've been able to include lots of drag programming over the years, which is really cool. It's mm-hmm. like a really cool um, sort of intersection with our our wider fandom True. community. Yep, um, and so it's extra cool to be able to bring not only someone who does drag content as a guest, but also who is you know in many ways a cosplayer and an, and an anime manga costumer uh, as a guest too. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Totally. So super looking forward to having her on and hope everyone will enjoy her as well. Honestly, I've super enjoyed every time we have drag content on. Yeah, I love our drag content. It's really fun. They and are so I'm very excited. Performers. Every single one of them. Really, really skilled performers. And Hype so it's gonna be AF. even more fun because I I can't imagine she's not going to bring some she's not going to bring some anime and some manga inspired. Very high energy, like you know how before an event starts, there's like the pre-hype and you, you people talk about it and people are excited and it's great. But yeah. then like as the, as the actual performance and show start ramping up, it just spikes so hard because they're so yeah, good absolutely. at creating that energy and just 
bringing it. Like the actual crash after the performance is way worse than any other hangover I've ever had. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like post con, I always there's you you just have so much energy in the lead up, and you then use so much energy on the weekend that like I always I am the person, and I've had to do this at first. I was like. Maybe this is just because I'm getting older, I am aging. But no, this was the thing even when I was like a a wee babby teenager. I always need the the extra day off after the event Mm -hmm. to just punk you, me, 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 all my energy back because I've used so much. You ride that high for quite a while too, though. Yeah, you do. It like it carries you into the next week where you're going back to school or back to work, and you're just like, ah. Ah, I just had so much fun with all my friends, and I got to see so much cool stuff mm-hmm. and spend all my money, and mm-hmm. it was great. Yeah, and then after that, when the crash actually hits, you're just like, oh, oh, I could go for another you're just one. Like, you're like, I want to go back. I want to go back so bad. When is the next one? Why is it so far away? Bring it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Soon. Soon, TM. Very soon. Soon. It's, it's soon. not even soon. very soon when you think about it, because it's like, okay, as an annual event, we are now at Half the halfway a year away. period. And it's like, oh, we're past the halfway mark. That's great. We're past the halfway mark. So it's closer than you think now. Mm-hmm. And in mm-hmm. the meantime, to tide you over until more IRL uh, anime and manga content, there's winter anime to watch. Yep. There sure That's is. That's right. We've From got a new baby, season starting outside. up. The, yeah. the new winter season is always really difficult for me because there's always that one or two week period between winter and New Year's that nothing ever airs. There's mm. there's literally nothing. Right, because of because mm. uh, you know it's Christmas, uh New Year's holidays, like stuff kind of goes on pause for like that period of time that's always my my at least when i was especially when i was in school um that was always my anime catch-up yeah time where it was Mm -hmm. like i catch caught up on the shows that i meant to watch or series that i meant to follow that i didn't have time for and now during the lull where nothing's airing i catch up and, and binge on something and then i'm all ready for when the winter season really kicks into overdrive Yep. Now, this season, it has a serious case, a really serious case of sequelitis. Yeah. If there is an old anime that you liked, there is a non-zero chance that it's getting a season two. Like, there's or there's more Vinland Saga coming out. There's more Tokyo Revengers coming out. There is a lot of good anime with more stories coming out, but... We don't want to say the same things about anime we've already seen before. So let's talk about some new stuff. Yeah, some of the new things that are coming out. Yeah, like Spy Classroom. Spy Classroom by Feel. It is an action, comedy, sci-fi, and mystery, which is a lot of genres. I'm sorry, they didn't fit in isekai yeah. and sports. <laughs> yeah, gosh, do I need the and, romance? And idol and music. Yeah. yeah. Slice of life. Throw that and in there. And horror. Uh, The Mm -hmm. summary reads, conflict-ravaged nations now deploy covert operatives instead of missiles. Lily is recruited into spy training, but her practical skills are absolutely abysmal. Desperate to pass, she leaps at the chance to join the mysterious Tomoshibi team. Too bad the team is filled with even more hopeless spies. 
Together, they must conquer the impassable mission and best their genius instructor. But the true purpose behind their classroom is more harrowing than they can imagine. Dun, dun. So, dun. I actually thought this was another sequel at first. So did I. When I, when I passed over it, I was like, wait a minute. Isn't there like been five other anime with this exact same premise. Well, yes. So it's like the first yeah. thing that came up to mind was like, and we talked about this with, um, what was the the show from two seasons ago? The, uh, the Wano Ars Notoria. Uh, yeah. And then there, yeah, Ars Notoria. And then there's also like. A wide cast yeah. just to give Seiyu's, it, it, it's a jobs program for Seiyu. That's what it is. <laughs> It's a temp. It's a temp. Yeah, temp agency work for Seiyu's. Got it. Um, but you know, it's got the whole like we're a team of girls who can go undercover and do undercover work, spying and action and all that kind of stuff. This one does seem a little bit sillier. It doesn't. It doesn't quite come across in the trailer. But like with the way that it talks about like there's the classroom where they're being like taught spy techniques and. A few of them mentioned that they're going to be dropouts. Does definitely feel like there is a uh, incompetence level as opposed to like just being super straightforward and cool. James Bond, you know, I'm very special, uh, suave, smooth action. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there seems to be an element of. I'm not very good, but I'll do my best to support yeah. my team members. I'm like, might be cute. Might be. Yeah, it I, might be. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm curious about it too. This one, there, I can't find the name of it. There was a, there, the, this one really reminded me of a, a different spy show from like, uh, I feel like a couple of years ago, but I can't, I can't for the life of me. Are you talking like Assassination Classroom? No, not Assassination Classroom. It was another, so the thing that really baffled me about this one, Spy Classroom, is that the trailer seems to take itself pretty seriously, Hmm. but then, you know, the the subgenre is comedy, Mm -hmm. and then like the, um, as Jay said, the the sort of description seems to indicate that, you know, there's going to be some bumbly sort of happy you know like i'm gonna do my best but i'm not very competent type of thing but it gave me the the trailer gives off this very serious taking itself serious kind of uh yeah ness. The there trailer was, I, was like of like a drama the, the trailer was very was like dossier, james bondy basically. actually yeah, yeah. It, was, it was all like spy dossier, like profile, like uh, what code if name, mm-hmm. uh, green spider, mm, like yeah. that kind of thing. Not the yeah, movie. it does. Like, I was expecting the trailer, like with a description like this, I was expecting the trailer to be um, a little cutesier, like closer to the feel that you, we got from Do It Yourself, not what we got for the trailer that they have on any chart. So. I don't really know what to think mm. about it. Um, they definitely what in the summary left it. What if this is just an idle anime in disguise? Maybe. Don't say that. It don't could be that. anything is possible. Uh, it's I feel not like possible because I'm getting, end- I'm getting Zombieland Saga vibes. Interesting. I I think they're trying to trick us into an idle anime. I don't know. 
I don't know. This one, this one's interesting. I can't find the name of, but it reminds me visually and the trait, like the the way it's colored as well, because it uses very dark. Like there's a couple of characters who have sort of like pink hair and stuff, mm-hmm. but like the colors are very desaturated and muted. Yeah. It, there's another spy anime that had a bunch of girls and they were in a classroom and one of like the main character was like kind of you know dopey and she was incompetent and then all her classmates were incompetent were were like really skilled and then it took itself like it seemed like oh maybe it's gonna have some silly moments and then it was just completely serious played it straight all the way through and then had the this sort of like somewhat depressing ending and i was just kind of like huh that was didn't see a that weird coming. bait and switch where nothing happens. So I'm like, I don't know if this is going to be similar, but I'm 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 curious. Yeah, honestly, I'm, I'm just worried about the big cast. I'm hoping that they lean harder onto the mystery subgenre than they do the other ones. Maybe I think that's the only way they would keep my interest is if they did. Maybe. I also uh, would like to point out that the trailer does not give us much in terms of actual story or even the overall animation in the show Mm -hmm. again it's sort of just character introductions yeah Yeah. character intros and that's pretty much it but we're saying it's serious looking because the tones are all like sepia and earth tones (laughs) and all like again like spy dossier you know the code name you know Black mischief and black mischief. Uh, this is, yeah. I like that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm that just for coming later. up stuff. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, yeah, like like there's not a lot to really go off of other than the synopsis. But that being said, uh, it probably would be worth at least the first episode treatment because it'll it, it it seems like there could be some fun stuff in there. It will be interesting to see if Angelo is right that there is like an underlying idol, less serious, uh, like sub uh, uh, story underneath it, or like the the again, like all this serious looking training is just for their actual idol de- debut that they're just making it seem very uh, clandestine in nature. Mm-hmm. But yeah, should be fun. Yeah, we'll see. Now, uh, and, uh, <laughs> I feel like despite not even having a proper description, we actually have a lot more to go off of for Buddy Daddies than for Spy Classroom. Okay. Well, let's see. So, D- Did you mean the other way around? No, I actually do mean that. Okay. I feel like the trailer for Buddy Daddies gave us more to work with. Hmm. So our next anime is Buddy Daddies by PA Works. As far as we can tell, it's an action comedy, and like I said, there's no plot description. We can't find anything about what this actually is. All yeah, we know <laughs> that Aniplex live streamed a new special for Buddy Daddies, a buddy assassin television anime that will air next January from Nitro Plus and PA Works on Saturdays. The new tagline on the visual is starting today. The buddy assassins are raising a daughter. The main male leads, Kazuki and Rei, are not only assassin partners, but also roommates. Oh my god, they, they were, were roommates. roommates! They were roommates! They were roommates, they were roommates all along. <laughs> um, it, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spout off really quick. It looks like a bro-cop version of Spy X Family, except it's less 
again, less cool in a sense because like Spike's family has like the way that um you know, both the dad and the mom sort of have their missions and they're very like they they execute very them in suave. very yeah. yeah, yeah. A very smooth, professional way. These two like it's buddy cop all the way. Yeah. One hundred percent buddy cop. Yeah, hundred percent. That's and what I'm getting to. In the middle of the tra- or not the middle, like the very first third of the trailer, a cute girl shows up. A uh, little girl, <laughs> not <laughs> not cute girl, but cute little girl says, "Are you my dad?" <laughs> Essentially, and it's like, okay, new mission, take care of child, possibly. Everything that I can see about this is spy family, except modern day, also gay. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Like it, it definitely gives off like the buddy. Yeah. I definitely also get the buddy cop thing. Like a hundred percent. Like these are two roommates that you know. You have the you have the ganky happy blonde guy and the dark. Yeah, rooting... you have the golden retriever, and then you have an old cat. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what they are. That's like the, that's the buddy. One's that's the... blonde and ganky, and the other one's dark and brooding. He's got a scar on his face, and it's like, oh, this is like Edge the perfect. And they like, both have good very cop, different ideas. Cop of parenting exactly Mm -hmm. and it's it's kind of like the do i look like your daddy but it's like i guess i am and so it's just like the the good cop bad cop and then there's a child and i'm like that looks you know silly it looks funny spy family is funny because it's like you know you have the 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 you have anya always getting up in uh lloyd and yours business and it's hilarious. And it's hilarious. So, like, th- throwing a kid in, in the middle of adult business is always, it can either be really sad or it can be really funny. And they're I definitely going to play it for the really funny here. Enjoyed so. Kindergarten Cop. And I think this will give me the same vibes. Yeah. It's not a Duma. <laughs> it's not a Duma. I, yeah. That's a lie. I don't remember anything from Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> you know, this kind what of reminds was, me there of, was another like... That era of like North American film where there were a ton yes. of comedies about like my two dads. That. I was thinking that too. With with like Chris Farley. Yeah. Yeah. There was one like, with um there was, uh, oh, there was it's one like with Beverly the Rock. Hills Cop. Yes. There was also one with Vin Diesel. There's one with Vin Diesel. Where he was like, I can't remember what the heck it was called, but where he's like a babysitter or like a stand-in, yeah. like temporary parent or something. I I loved that. That period of time in in movies was, and it was specifically like movies for like your whole family. It was family Mm -hmm. movies. I loved those. And this gives me that vibe. And Spy X Family gave me that vibe. And I love it. So I think I'm But they definitely have different approaches to the same type of story. Yeah. It's like, it's very different. Like the whole thing with Spy X Family, right, is the whole thing is that Lloyd's a, a spy, Anya's an assassin. They're both getting married for the, like temporarily married or pretend married for the sake of their mission, and they don't know about each other's secret lives. And Anya, the daughter who was also there for the mission, is a telepath, and so she knows what's going on, but nobody else knows what's <laughs> going on. The thing about Spy Family is that it's got the Amogus DNA. Yeah, it really does. Whereas I don't think we're going to be getting this in Buddy Daddies. I think the whole... Yeah, they don't, I think, they're not trying to keep things secret from each other so much because I think it sounds like they already work together. Yeah, they already work together. They were already roommates. Like, they were already doing the whole good cop, bad cop routine. It's just that they've got a wrench thrown in on both of them where it's like, and now a child. It's mm-hmm. the ghost of Shinzo Abe trying to make people want kids. <laughs> My God, it's the propaganda. Oh my God, it is. It is. 
It is. It is the, we must f- solve the declining birth rate. See, children are adorable <laughs> and you want one. Uh... It's Abenomics. It's Abenomics, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited for this. I think this is going to be a, a really cute This is legitimately anime. one of the things that I want to watch this season. Yeah. That isn't a sequel. It's, it's going to be one of the mindless sort of like, it'll be fun and you don't have to get into the story too deep. Exactly. And, and like, it's just, it's just a good time for the sake of having a good time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's what I want. I just mm-hmm. want to have a good time. Speaking of good times, the next anime also looks like a good time. We have... Tondemo skill di isekai horo meshi, or campfire cooking in another world with my absurd skill by Pine Jam. It is an adventure, it is a comedy, it is a fantasy because it's an isekai. Now, so <laughs> I am an isekai enjoyer. Oh, God. But, <laughs> but, yeah. So this is Mukoda Tsuyoshi. An ordinary salaryman is suddenly transported to another world one day. The unique skill he gains upon arrival in this world is the seemingly useless online grocery. Mukoda is discouraged at first, but the modern foods he's able to bring to his new world using this skill prove to have some unbelievable effects. In what world? In what world? World is unlimited grocery shopping at your fingertips. Literally, un- you never have to worry about food, ever. How is that a useless skill? How is that seemingly useless? Like, no, no. So it sounds like he still has to pay for the food. I think he has to quest for the food, uh-huh. like for money to get the food. Because there's a moment in the trailer where he, he mentions, I think I can make enough money doing this. Okay. If it was just That's that he fair. could grab food from an online portal and be like, you know, why wouldn't he just be a greengrocer? He could just resell the food that he For all eternity. From, yeah. yeah. But I think that there is a limitation in that, like, he still needs money, so he has to find people who need the food mm-hmm. so that he can buy the food, make the food. Um, now... The food looks good. The rest of the isekai looks like an isekai. Yeah. But the food... It really does. I don't know if you caught that, like, half second where they were cutting, like... I think it looked like a thick slab of Wagyu. Mm. It looked... Mm. But, like... So there has been one other... There has been one other cooking isekai before called Restaurant in Another World. Mm-hmm. And while it looked cool, it was so boring that it put me to sleep. Oof. The trailer on this one actually does seem a little bit more interesting. It looks like we get more characterization out of this big wolf god or something. Uh-huh. We get this cute little slime that that hangs around. This actually looks like it could be fun. And I really like a lot of the isekai that skip the questing and just enjoy some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Pet Shop in Another World. <laughs> I legitimately enjoyed I just really loved so this how in the trailer, one of the first things he wants to buy is, like, a, a hot pot burner. Like, he, he gets a burner. That's, like, one of the first things he orders. I'm like, yes. Oh, like a campfire stove? Someone yeah. Yeah. thinking. Yeah. Like, this is what I want. He's like, I yeah. know what I need. Smart. Smart. Yes. I need the technology to make the one best thing, food. One thing I wish they showed is I want to know, like, it's fine that he has an online portal. By the way, the online portal that they showed... The graphic for it is literally like he is standing in the middle of a hallway. 
and he has a big holographic uh, uh, browser aisle. window. Yeah. yeah. Right? Browser window, yeah. I want to know how it gets delivered. I wish they had shown that just because that's like a weird small detail. Like, is I, it like a witch that flies by? Is it, does it materialize? I think it's going it to be the second. that it's available in two to six weeks? No, yeah, no I think it materializes it. Is that he has to go into a place. He has to go into a place and then the Amazon guy drives by, drops the stuff, doesn't knock on the door, and then he just gets a notification that his food's been delivered. <laughs> oh my god! But I want to know how he's still gets there that or not. As anyone's guess, a little too real. But I don't oh my know. goodness! I, this is an easy sell for me because I like food anime for the most part. So I feel Yay. like that's just a really easy dig for me. Um, I will definitely. This, give this could a be really watch. fun. Yeah, it could be fun. Mm-hmm. It'll be the same amount of stupidity of all isekais, but with food. But with food. So that's yes. good. Yes. Yeah, with food. <laughs> uh, the next anime we're looking at is uh, maybe food for me, maybe not. We'll get into that. Uh, Tomo-chan is a Girl by Lei Duce or Lei Duce, I'm not sure. Um, it's a new studio that I'm not super familiar with, which is interesting. Uh, it's a comedy romance anime. Boyish high school girl Aizawa Tomo finally managed to, manages to tell her childhood friend Jun that she's got a crush on him. Unfortunately, her confession goes right over his head. He didn't even realize she was a girl until junior high. And even now, Jun still thinks of her as a bro. How can Tomo-chan possibly convince him otherwise and win Jun's heart? So, it's, it's kind- a love triangle anime or like a love sep Tagon anime because there's there's so many characters. There so? are a lot of characters, but it doesn't really look like it's a love triangle. The the sort of thing I'm getting. So this is like it's it's, it's the cute. it's the quintessential cute tomboy trope where like you know think he, of me as more than a friend. Yeah, exactly. It's like think right? of me as more than a friend. I I can be a cute girl too, but she's really boyish. You know, she's got she's got like. Every her character, and this is the thing, it both is appealing and also unappealing. She is every tomboy anime trope jammed into one character. Like, oh yeah, she's got the she's short hair. The she's short, the awkward haircut. Masculine. She has a more masculine dressing style where she has to, like she wears the same school uniform as the girls, but she wears it with the blazer open. Her, she doesn't wear the yeah, the the, the, she rolls the tie. Up her, sleeves. her sleeves are rolled up. She's got the skirt on, but underneath the skirt, she's got the spats. She's got the shorts on. Um, yeah. she's got the fang, you know, she's got sort she's of like a the martial the gruff, artist. Oh. The, slightly slightly gra- slightly more gravelly voice for uh, than a, like it's not the cutest. It's not the cute high pitched typical anime girl voice. Yeah. Mm. She's got uh, you know sort of a rough way of speaking. Um, and then she's got you know the two girly girl cheerleader best friends. They're actually shown in the in the in the the key art for the anime. They've they've got like pom poms and they're cheering for her. Yeah, you've got one that's like the very serious uh, sort of like she's very staunchly going to support her friend, and then there's one that is like she looks like a gaijin girl character like she's blonde blue eyed but she is also very clearly like very wholesome yeah she's like i just want my friends to be together but then there's you know there's the really feminine effeminate guy who just kind of like is there but Mm -hmm. i'm like are you a are you a 
are you a competing love interest or are you, you know, the, I secretly have a crush on Tomo because she's so manly. And it's like, oh my goodness, there's, there's a lot going on with this. Yeah, the it thing could that go I said, like, either way. Sorry, I just the 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 quick thing with with like why I think it could be a love triangle is just because the very feminine girl sort of exists, even though she seems to be a friend of Tomo, yeah, and wants to support her. I have a feeling that maybe the boy might just be more attracted to her just oh, because, because he clearly she's very doesn't feminine. see yeah. that. Yeah, doesn't see like the the masculine eff- effeminate. Uh, uh, you know, friend that's in front of him as a love interest, essentially. Yeah, that's Whereas, fair. Whereas, like, there's the girl who is clearly embodies, like, she's curvy, like, she's not overly sexy in a sense, but she's but very, she's, she's very traditionally she's beautifully feminine. You know, she's got yeah. long hair. She dresses in a very feminine way. You know, she's she wears pink. She's got, and she's she's mm-hmm. very curvy. You know, yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, I'm I'm interested. I definitely could see that being a plot point. Um, I'm I'm kind of fifty fifty on this one because so on one hand, tomboys are my favorite thing as a as a very tomboyish <laughs> person myself. No one is surprised. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm kind of interested. Um, I I definitely love the idea of like you know the I, I'm definitely a big believer of you know your love interest should be a bro. You know they should be your friend. They should be someone that you not only enjoy romantically, but also you enjoy their company in general. Exactly. Mm, Romantically. Romantically. You should (laughs) want to hang out with them and and share your hobbies with them and do fun stuff together. So part of me is like, oh, that would be, you know, this could be like a really wholesome, satisfying anime as long as the, the thing is that there's 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 a lynch point for this that could really like have my whole house of cards come tumbling down, which is that if he never acknowledges her feelings uh, and she never gets through to to him and then it never like, you know, the anime is either going to end on the two of them being together or it's going to end on him acknowledging her feelings, but still rejecting her because he just isn't interested in her or it's it's not going to be resolved. And I can handle the first two, but if I get the third one, I'm not going to be able to handle it. As a comedy <laughs> romance, it almost certainly will resolve nothing. Exactly, uh, and that's what I'm scared of. I don't... Uh, okay, for this type, it depends. I think the old tropes still exist, the old story tropes for this still exist. But I will say that in modern anime romance uh shows and i still and i would say that this show still counts towards what i'm saying now confessions and the moving along of relationships happen much quicker there used to be of the 80s and the 90s romance animes especially the biggest ones we're talking like the love hinas and the fruits baskets literally Entire seasons went by before they would admi- admit that they liked they each liked other. They liked each other. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the Nowadays, worst it's, it's first or like like even in this show, even though the, like the premise isn't that he doesn't know that she likes her. I think he knows because she tells him. It's just a matter of how to how can they Process how can it. he process get over it. he's either the, the, he's either you're just a you're just my guy girlfriend yeah kind of like he's either it i think a big part of this is going to be him understanding that 
it's not only going to be him understanding her confession, because she is going to confess, confess, but also, yeah. yeah, as you say, coming to terms with, well, do I want to go out with her or am I going to reject her and we're going to continue as friends? And yeah. I, I can appreciate that because, as you said, a big part of romance anime of the past was it was a lot of beating around the bush just to get to even the confession. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really I'm- was. I'm worried that it will follow the formula of, oh, I'm, you know, I only think of you as a bro, bro. And then uh, she either shifts attention to someone else or someone else shows uh, affection for her or interest in her. And that's what changes his mind about it. And it's like, no, maybe I do. Oh, like, and, and you're that, right. I that don't trope want will that. Hurt me. I don't oh. want that. That trope will hurt me I if that happens. S- I will say that, you know, not that the trailer should expose everything, but it didn't appear to be someone like that in the trailer. Not that I could link, um, like, logically doing so. doesn't mean it can't exist, because maybe one of the girls could also be like, hey, you know. Could also fill that role. I'm interested in Anything Tomo could happen. Like, yeah. Anything yeah, there's a lot happen. of void. But... but I really hope it's not that one. Yeah. There's a lot of potential for this one. As much as I think the premise is a little weak, it's also kind of strong in its simplicity. It's something that, you know, whether you're someone who really likes tomboys, whether you're a tomboy, whether you, you know, you've you've been, it's something that anyone can relate to. So I would say that this seems wholesome on the surface. Like by everything I've seen, it seems very wholesome. So I don't think it would go that way. But how betrayed would you be if it became that like, you know, it becomes sort of catty. It becomes sort of like. Oh, I'd be so depressed. People, people like, you know, playing romances against each other and that kind of stuff. Oh, I'd be so miserable. I really don't want that. Like the indication from the trailer that I'm getting is that she has the two supportive friends. And, you know, maybe there's this shy, effeminate guy who either likes her or he's sort of like the supporting friend for the guy for June. And and they're all trying to just help the two of them realize how to best communicate their feelings with each other and, and come to terms with how they feel about each other. What but if, I what would if be the, so the small sad. serious girl what if the small serious girl best friend confesses instead? Oh my god, I'm so I would be terrified. I don't want it. I don't want to manifest it. Anxiety inducing. It, anxiety. Like I I I let me let let's let's just have one childhood friend romance work out, please. We deserve it. Oh, there was an anime about that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that's was, that's how much we've been suffering. There was the the one anime where the childhood friend will win, and then they introduce eight hundred childhood friends. Yeah, yeah, and then it becomes the childhood <laughs> friend gauntlet because, of course, it's like please, the childhood please. Friends, uh... I will say. I I super enjoy the extremely wholesome romance animes. Like, Me too. Uh, that is uh, that is what I. Ore like. Monogatari. Oh, Ore Monogatari yes. is just wholesome. Chef's kiss. Yeah. And there's um uh oh crap the one that I just I, I watched like a couple months ago, uh like. I really enjoyed Komi Can't Communicate. I have not seen Komi Can't Communicate yet. It, the it last romance with me anime on a that deeper I watched. level than I care to think too hard about. What was there? There Hori was Mia. Sparkles No Buggle, Hori Bubbles, Mia was really uh, good. Kimi Ni Todoke, that was it. Super cute, and it went with the old trope of never going anywhere. Oh. 
Oh. Uh, and then there was also uh, Kuragehime, which was also oh, super yeah. cute and went into the same trope of never going anywhere. Oh. But you Kimi are talking about. Was also... You're talking about stuff that's a little bit older. Like, at least. Is it 10 years Ooh, old already? It's getting close no, to that 10 year. It's getting are... close to the. They're, they're hitting that 5 to 10 year mark. Kimini Todoke is 2010. So, Ouch. so maybe. so twelve years. I just turned into dust. Ori yeah. Monogatari is uh, twenty fifteen. Okay, but that's why I'm saying Ori Monogatari is closer to, uh, closer to more modern. I feel like Ori Monogatari was one of the first modern romances that actually starts a relationship within three episodes. And and lets you it's watch so it develop. Good. It's and it so, is so satisfying. Wholesome. It's, it's so satisfying. The best friend. The best friend is such a good man. Exactly. It's like all the characters are working together to help o- get over the obstacles. And it's just like, yes, this is what I yeah. want. I want my heart to be full There's of no warm and, and fluff and love. And I, I want that. Every now and then, like, I've watched a couple of drama that have romance as an aspect, and the drama between the characters is, is like, the drama. But but that's okay, because I'm being given a drama. I'm not being baited and told that this is a romance anime, and then there's all this drama. Mm-hmm. I want wholesome romance where stuff happens. <laughs> yes. That's all I want. Stuff happens, well, and that's there's not no where you're gonna get manipulating... <laughs> That's not what you're going to get because we have a last show that we want to preview. I don't want to read it. Someone else is going to read it. I don't want to talk. I will. Take it away. What a brave man. My life as Inukai-san's dog. Oh, boy. By Studio Quad. A comedy, itchy anime. Oh, boy. They say... Every dog has his day. That's especially true for our protagonist, who was just turned into a dog, and now lives every day under the care of his crush, Inukai-san. She happily dotes on her new companion, and while he wants to return to human form someday, there's something wonderful about being cared for by the person he loves. Enjoy life! Through the eyes of a dog, in my life as Inukai-san's dog. <laughs> let me just. I really let me just say hate so many things about that. Let me just say that the trailer gave me emotional damage. There is some emotional scarring that occurred now, and that was. I just wanted from this to be trailer. a cute, wonderful, wholesome anime That's- about how good a dog's life has been. Every time I look at Ilya. I joke, oh, her life is so hard. And I just dream about one day being reincarnated as a dog to have the best life ever. Exactly. Like, I want to be a well loved little dog. Like, that just sounds like a dream. Mm -hmm. And And then mm -hmm. I watched the trailer. This this trailer baited me because, you know, it says that it's comedy etchy. And so I was like, okay, so maybe it has like a little bit of etchy stuff. Like, I'm going to be real. Sometimes, you know, your, your pets do sort of just vibe around you and they they might see you in your you know most intimate moments 
but you know, it's not a big deal. You know, they're your pets. And so, you know, I was expecting like, maybe there would be some of that, like, you know, you're, you walk it around, does have you know, it. you walk around your house. If you walk around your house naked, you don't think about the fact that your pet is seeing you naked. Um, this, Guys. this, this, this should have been the other way around. This should have been, been, been tagged as etchy comma, comedy. comedy. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think this anime is about a guy who's a dog anymore. No. It's not. It's it's about projecting it's some really uh, fetishes into Submission reality. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is this is a very this is for a very specific kind specific. of enthusiast. Is I'm what I'm going to say. Go, I'm going to go as far as to say I don't understand where the comedy. Yes, yeah, I also don't <laughs> because understand because I the really just I. I'll be honest. So when we say that there's like it caters to maybe a certain uh, uh, demographic, it's the edgy, a scene edgy in the trailer. Not just the edgy demographic, but like there's a very certain moment in the trailer where you see like the girl and the dog is a, so you as a dog, you are the first person the, the, of the, the of the dog, for, yeah, of the dog character. And there's a first uh, there there's a first person view of the girl putting on the collar <laughs> for the dog, and when the moment I saw that, I was like, "I see." Yes. You're like, "I understand. <laughs> yes. I understand what's going on here." The I, the there's my, something my two wonderful. Remaining brain cells. <laughs> there's some, the, the 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 there's something wonderful about being cared for by the person he loves. In the description, uh, was very intentional and uh, very literal. Um, yeah. In a in a in in and not necessarily in a comedy sense. Um, I definitely think it should have been titled the 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 genre is etchy, comma, small font comedy parentheses comedy <laughs> as, like as, very very it's small, it's yeah. very much uh an an etchy show which is fine yeah. that that is why that genre exists. There are people who enjoy it, but I thought. I thought I wanted it to be cute. I wanted it cute. I wanted it to be wholesome. You know, I I wanted it to be cute. Like I get to be a dog, and you know, I was like, you know, it would be kind of funny to explore like the concept of you see you see your your crush. You know, you only see your crush at school. So it would be interesting to see, like, what their home life is like. And, you know, what are their embarrassing yeah. hobbies or, you know. What the... happens when they go goblin mode? Yeah, exactly. What happens when they're being a yeah, goober? Yeah, that's what I yeah. was hoping for. Right. Or, 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 another, or another, like, even, like, wholesome concept would be, like, what if they're sad, right? Yeah, and, and, and con- I can, and you're the, and I can you're the make dog them feel better. You're... Exactly. The co- but there was nothing in that. Like I'm not there saying that, that show that couldn't have trailer, it, no, but it's not. Let's, let, let's be very honest. It is basically how can I creep on my crush by just being her pet? By not yeah. breaking any laws. Yes. Yeah. Period. Exactly. Yeah. Like how we how- got corn with a p. <laughs> yeah. Corn. It was a little. It was a little. It was a. Li- yeah, that's a good. That's exactly what it was. And it was like, oh, that, I understand. Corn. Corn. Yeah, it's definitely corn. It's pea corn. Definitely. Yeah. It's um. I don't. I, I know we're gonna watch it. Uh, at least the first episode for a review in a few months here. I am gonna tolerate a first um, episode. But I'm so mad. I was like. Damn it! I wanted the cute 
dog. I wanted yeah. the cute dog experience. I wanted to get my cute dog. Wholesome. Uh, I wanted to pupper. live vicariously through the cute dog. And now instead I have to live vicariously through the horny teenage Eyes boy who is a cute dog. And I'm like, this is not what I wanted. Stay, I was so, stay so tuned close. for the, the so anime far. season review of this, I guess. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. I will... I will tell you about my vicarious experience I as a highly, teenage boy. Highly doubt anyone will stick with this from our end. <laughs> oh, I, I really doubt it. I don't think so, yeah. It would have to be amazing. It would have to subvert every every expectation we would have of the first from the first it episode. It would have to heavily yeah. subvert yeah. the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. And like the trailer It's not impossible. The trailer did that thing where they had a lot Ooh. of censoring with a cute emoji. A lot oh, yeah, of censoring. It was definitely one of those, ah, yes, this airs on late night TV. And then a couple of days after the regular broadcast, they released the uncensored version. I oh, see. Yeah. It's going to be one of those. Well. Yep. All right. Yep. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's it. the That's the winter... T- 2022 slash 2023 uh, anime lineup. Yep. There's a lot more, but again, a lot of them are sequels. So you already know what that's about, mm. probably. Mm. These like are the Vinland OG. Saga. It's a saga <laughs> in Vinland. True. Mm-hmm. Actually, not true. They are not getting to Vinland in that saga. Well. Well, not that season of that saga. Sorry. I read the manga. Yeah. <laughs> there's, uh, there's a few more things we can do quickly to wrap up. Um, I know Nancy wanted to share a few things oh. about her adventures a few weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about Black Friday because it sounds like she finally got the big good deals that she wanted. Gamers, Yay, gamers, I have finally acquired, or at least, anyway, I've given money to the Herman Millers for a chair. <gasps> One of us. Keeping up with the, the Herman Millers. And you know what? It was an adventure to get. Okay, so it was an adventure Uh, to shorten the tale. They had uh, a bunch of their chairs on sale for Black Friday, which I found Mm -hmm. out about literally on podcast a few weeks ago. (laughs) Yeah, and I was like, check out the deals. Yes, and then I not a sponsor. (laughs) And then I did, and the chair that I have wanted that I have eyed up before, but not seriously considered very hard getting, uh, was at an even steeper discount, and they had a bonus extra 5% for Cyber Monday. The funny thing is, is that if you try to check out with that extra discount, uh, the site glitches on you and doesn't let you use it. So I got in touch with customer service specialists, uh, and the first person I spoke to was down in the States, and uh, they were about to help me, and then they looked at my tag and said, oh... You're in Canada. Um, I highly recommend you repeat this exact conversation with someone in the Toronto studio. And I was like, oh, okay. They gave me a phone number that did not go through. Apparently, both of the Herman Miller customer Ah. service phone numbers were just dead for the whole weekend. Ah. I mean that does nice. make sense. A lot of that does kind of make sense. A lot of the a lot of the retailers take off their phone lines and they they don't run support over On the holiday. Black Friday weekend. Yeah, that makes sense. That does make sense in, in retrospect. But the funny thing is, is that like it wasn't it wasn't even like if you called it would just ring and no one would ever pick up. 
this one was... It just wasn't a number. Well, you called, and then you got that automated message that, like, repeats an error code and then tells you that this number can't connect. You got ghosted by an entire chair company. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, so I... I had to, to send in, like, a slightly different method of request. They got back to me on the Monday, so, like, right on Cyber Monday. Yeah. And they were like, okay, well, we'll take care of this. Uh, I'll get back in touch with you when I get a, like, a manually adjusted invoice to you. And I was like, all right. And then at, like, 4 p.m. on Cyber Monday, I'm, like, checking my watch. I don't know if they're going to get back to me. And then they're like, hey, here you go. Just click on this button and uh, it'll let you pay. And, and you know, just FYI, it might glitch out. It might give you an error message. Just only do it once and then I'll confirm with you that it went through. And like the, the, the infosec alarms are going off in my head. Like that sounds super effing mm-hmm. fishy. What is happening here? You know, I verified. Yeah, that's weird. Like, yeah. It's like I verified. I'm like, okay, this is. This is from, you know, an actual, you know, yeah, I go pay. I go pay with my credit card happily in my grubby little hands. And... And then you got an email from your on your work email and said, you have failed your <laughs> information security. Oh, my God. Test. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I, so I do get a message from the system that says, thank you, we've received your order. For this many, we will. We are going to work on your order. It hasn't been shipped yet, and I like. I am resisting the urge to pile on to the holiday rush that is every retailer right now, to just be like, "Hey, so um, is is there any like updates on this order? Like, hello, hello." Because I do want my chair, and it's a lot of money, but I also don't want to be that person that's like piling on during the Christmas mm-hmm. season to get something that I know that I am not in a rush for. But I still kind of want to know that, like, you know, this didn't get just lost somewhere in the ether. So, yeah, that's Your ah. butt will be comfy soon. Yep. Your, Your butt, butt will be comfy, will be comfy soon. Comfy soon. Mm-hmm. I which have... one did you end up with? Yeah, which one did you get? I got the the Logitech uh, collab, so the Embody, but the Logitech nice. Joining us, yeah. the gang, I got the trio with the Logitech chairs. Off. Very nice. That was an amazing. That's a big. That's a big flex flex because uh, those kinds of sales are not common with Herman Miller. No, they are not. Yeah. So I was very, very grateful that you guys told me about it because I managed to go and spend a lot of money that day. Yay! (laughs) On a nice, fancy chair for your butt. Yeah, my butt is going to be very, very happy. I just I want to know if it's still being looked at. Hopefully they'll get back to you soon. I have to imagine it's a mix of Black Friday is always a pain in the butt for support, and so is Christmas time. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing yeah. they have a nice chair for that pain in the butt. Indeed, indeed. It's true. All your and butt pains will be back. eased because you will have a cushion for your tushin. I, I think yeah. Sean's actually a little jealous because I'm getting the gaming version of the Embody. Yeah, yeah. And he's not a gamer. He only has the regular. <laughs> that makes him not a gamer. The funny thing is, is that I can't even <laughs> offer to switch with him because he needed the extra tall version for his chair because he's so yeah. damn tall. Uh, fair. Yep. So his your chair will be too too short for him. Yep. 
My chair will mm-hmm. not Poor be the thing. right height. He you can never get steal to it. laud over him that you have the extra cool gamer one. It mm-hmm. looks really cool. I can't wait to see it in person. It does. Yeah. Speaking of gamer stuff, real quick, I just wanted to touch on because it was a thing that just came or just, that just came happened and went. a few nights ago. The game Wardos. Yep. Yeah. Uh, basically two games won all the things and then if you existed you got mentioned at least yeah pretty much and also Super Mario movie <laughs> yep that's 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 Sounds a pretty good right. summary that's a that's a if very you, accurate if summary you weren't if you weren't Elden Ring or God of War, God of War then, then you basically you didn't showed exist. up for the swag probably <laughs> you showed up for the swag and the free the food, free food booze, and audience maybe? experience mm-hmm. yeah exactly Crisis Core though yeah that and was then, cool yeah, Death Stranding 2 was cool. Death Stranding 2 was interesting. 80s 2? Yeah. Uh, nothing uh, nothing really stood out to me as something I super felt like I needed to get though. Like like as a announcement or a trailer. There's some cool things like Cyberpunk DLC, Witcher 3 has more DLC coming apparently. Yeah. Forspoken but I was, and, looked really but I was cool. like these are games I already own. Uh-huh. Sorry. Forspoken looked pretty cool. Mm. And then there was also like another sort of Souls-like um Lords of the Fallen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, is that a Transformers movie? That's Revenge I of the Fallen. <laughs> <laughs> that took me a couple seconds, but I was like, wait, you're right. I do know that. Yes. Yeah. But there was nothing I would say was amazing, unfortunately. Like, like the Game Awards show was very well presented. I really liked the... Aside from uh, Hollywood. Musical <laughs> but we're not... We, well, we, Hollywood is... Hollywood is problem. Hollywood. They, they, I raise a glass to our Hollywood. Mountain Dew and Doritos Pope. Yeah. But the music the music show was beautiful, as it always yeah. is. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was super shocked to see Halsey performing. That was cool. Yeah, it was really mm-hmm. cool. Um, but yeah, it was... I was whelmed. That was pretty much it. Yeah, I was whelmed. It was whelmed. kind of a... I, I feel bad for certain titles, like... Um, Horizon Zero Dawn, the uh, number two came out, mm. but that was right before Elden Ring, so it totally got annihilated. Like, it just it felt like a weirdly weak entry. Um, I didn't year, win a Steam almost. Deck, and I'm coming for you, Gaben. <laughs> I didn't win a True, Steam Deck, but I did not. Al- I also did not win a Steam Deck. I'm yeah. a little mad. Yeah. A Where's lot of Steam very Deck strange slam? usernames did. Yes, a lot of yeah. That was def- a little, <laughs> definitely yeah. not. definitely actually so a lot of the uh steam deck winners where it was like random numbers yeah there was a glitch where they were giving uh profile ids instead of the actual name oh interesting which is worse the steam profile id yeah that made me think that it's not worse because those are part of the url i mean Uh yeah that's true but i also don't want people to know my steam id on national why not? Maybe well, somebody be getting could your name gift you anyway. a Steam Deck. Yeah, but the thing is, lots of people can have my name, right? My name isn't unique on Steam. My ID is. Mm-hmm. I guess. My my friend code is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but it was yeah. A, it was a, it was a it was a fun stream experience. It was a game show. Yeah, it was. Exactly. And this uh, was an OtaFest show. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Both the anime and the guest announcement and the Black Friday wrap-up. Which I'm still waiting yes. for. So thank you. We did it. Let us know when it comes in. Yes. I will. Maybe on the next Odafest podcast. Possible. If we're lucky enough. And the Fingers next crossed. One, and the next one. And the next one. Bye. Right. Bye, everyone. Take care. Thanks for watching. Bye. 
I'd like to dedicate this podcast to reformed <laughs> Orthodox Rabbi Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs>